Yeah. I'll kiss everyone. I kiss the guys and the beautiful women. Not just the guys. I'll kiss the guys, dude. <laughs> you can lock yourself in a closet, though, dude. You can fucking... What the fuck is he talking about? He's just riffing. He's just riffing. That's all he's doing. He just riffs, dude. It's amazing. It's beautiful, dude. But he's pretty gay. Donald Trump, dude. I think he might be gay. I don't know. That sounded kind of gay. It sounded bisexual. I don't know if Trump is bi. He's definitely bipartisan. He's a bipartisan fucking guy. Welcome into Marcus Owen Loves Porn and Capitalism. That was the president of the United States of America being gay as fuck. Very, very gay. Uh, I just wanted to open with that because I thought it was, I thought, he, I think it's important. I think it's important that uh, Trump, what you realize is he's just riffing. All right. I got uh, producer Justin Essenmacher in the room as well. We just got done doing an open mic, a very, very awful open mic. It was a fun open mic. It was a great open mic. I don't want to say it was a bad open mic. It just, it was very noisy, dude. And sometimes you do a very noisy setting, okay? And you just got to go. You just got to go. But Donald Trump, he gets to perform for his crowd every single night, dude. He goes out there. He's got fucking 3,000 people at an airport hangar just going nuts. Just like fucking, fucking four more years going nuts, man. And he's just up there. He's He's been doing the same jokes every single night, doing the same locker up bit every single fucking night. And then he comes out there and just starts riffing. I go down there. I kiss the guys and the beautiful ladies. I like how he hesitated and then called the ladies beautiful. I thought that was funny. I thought that was a nice touch. It was like, look, I'm not, I like, I, th I didn't say the guys were beautiful. I'll kiss the guys just to prove that, uh, you know. You know, COVID, you know, I ain't no bitch to COVID. I'll give, if I if I had it, you can have it too. If you're a guy, you want my COVID, you can have my COVID. They're going to have Trump brand COVID, dude. He's going to start selling it, dude. Trump brand COVID. <laughs> it's basically a vaccine. I mean, if I survived it, you can survive it. If you just take Trump brand COVID, you inject it into your fucking, into your arm. Okay. You get strong and powerful. He was like, he said he felt powerful too. He was like, I feel powerful. Dude, he's up there, man, just fucking going. He's got some Sam Kinison vibes, if I want to be completely honest, you know, where he's like, he's using his, because Sam Kinison was like a preacher who then started doing comedy. But <laughs> Donald Trump is just a businessman who now does politics, man, and he fucking goes in on that shit. He goes in with that business mentality of like, bruh, we're going to fucking, we're going to go in on this shit, dude. We're gonna we're gonna cheat, lie, and steal, and take it to the top. We're gonna try any new method if it's not proven. I don't give a fuck. Shoot that shit in my blood. I I got fucking shit to do. Okay. I've seen Wolf of Wall Street, dude. The guy's doing a lot of drugs. All right. He's doing Wolf of the White House right now, dude. He's fucking going in Wolf of the White House. Fucking cocaine, all the canes, hydroxychloroquines. He's probably still got quaaludes from the '80s, dude. I bet Trump has some quaaludes from the '80s, dude. Anal? You think he's doing anal? I don't think Trump's doing anal. I don't think Trump is fucking right now, man. I don't I don't think he's fucking. I think he's too busy. I mean, I think he might be getting head though. I think he might be getting head. Probably from a, a lieu of women, a slew of women. Many, many women. I think he's got binders full of women who will give him head. Uh, these are political opponents and um, allies, really. There's he has a whole list of people. Foreign and domestic Democrats, Republicans lined up who will give him head 
because they think it's going to give them some benefits, all right? It's still, he is still the president. It is still a patriarchal structure. And they're like, hey, man, if you give the guy head, I'm sure he'll give you a deal. He's the art of the deal. His whole art of the deal, I don't know if you've ever read Art of the Deal. It's kind of an adult graphic novel. It's basically a porno if you've ever read Art of the Deal. Art of the deal is just like you get people to do stuff for you. Otherwise, you fuck them over. And sometimes it's fucking women, literally. Sexual favors in order to give them parts and shit like that. That's the art of the deal, dude. Harvey Weinstein is art of the deal. Bill Cosby, art of the deal. All those guys are art of the deal. What? Jeff Epstein, art of the deal. What's the art? Donald Trump is art of the deal. What is the art? The art is taking advantage of women. I'm just saying, dude. That's what he is. He takes advantage of women, man. He's a fucking Wolf of Wall Street guy. I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that, man. I kind of got lost on that, honestly. But I was saying, he's he basically brings a whole different mentality to the White House than anybody's ever had before. Okay? And he definitely uses blowjobs as favors. Like, if you suck my dick, I will do this for you. Politically. Probably. You don't think he does that? You don't think he's like, hey, look, Nancy Pelosi, suck my dick and I will give you this next. I will sign your bill. If you pass it through Congress and it gets to. Oh, shit. We're back. Hit the mute. Got animated. I got a little out of hand there. I got a little out of hand. I'll be honest with you. No, 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 no. Yeah, just say it. It's fine. Uh, but. Uh... <laughs> uh, so, wait. He has a hot wife, though. Yeah. Trophy wife. wife. His, but his, she, he doesn't want her blowjobs? Trophy wife. Trophy wife doesn't suck dick. Ah! The trophy wife does not suck dick. Come on, what are you talking about? That that cannot be serious. The trophy wife, Melania. Melania does not suck dick. Melania. I'm not saying she can't. She probably can suck does the she, finest of dicks, do but I don't think sex. she does. Right. Do they have sex? Occasionally. I think they have scheduled sex. I think they have an anniversary, Christmas. She doesn't really like Christmas, so they probably hate fuck on Christmas. And then, uh, I don't know if you saw that tape, but she does not like Christmas. I don't like Christmas. I don't like it. It sucks. I have to do all of these things. Yeah, these kids. Look at these kids. They're so fat. Yeah, what the, Look at what you're doing to these kids, Donald. Donald. How do you think she says it? Donald. 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 You think she just says straight up idiot? Is she fed up, man? You know what? Here's the thing. And not enough people talk about this with Melania Trump. During the past three, almost four years, she has been under an enormous amount of pressure and stress and scrutiny. And she looks gorgeous. She has not aged a day. Okay? I don't know if she is a Russian sleeper cell. I don't know what's going on. But I swear to God, she has not aged a single second since the day she got into the White House. She might be spying for Putin. I don't know. But it's pretty impressive. And not enough people are talking about it. If, I, if I'm being completely honest. Nobody's brought it up. People say she looks gorgeous. But nobody brings up the actual conspiracy that, hey, maybe she's a Russian sleeper cell. Who's been planted by the Russians to once she gets in the White House, she freezes in form. And just distracts the American people while other agents start working and bringing other things into American society and government, okay? And they did it through Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump said he didn't take any money from Russia. I listened to the debate. It was a better debate. I don't know if you listened to any. I listened to it on the radio. It was a good listen. Not as many jabs. He didn't have, he didn't have his locker up moment or he didn't have his uh, you'd be in jail moment. That he had with Hillary Clinton when he was like, you'd be in jail because you'd be in jail. And it was just perfectly timed and he just like threw it down and was like, you'd be in jail. Boom. And everyone was like, oh, shit. He didn't have that with Joe Biden. Can Donald Trump win an election without a you'd be in jail moment? Eh, I don't know, dude. Because that's like a slam. It's going to be real close. I don't know, man. I don't know what the enthusiasm is like. I asked I asked the uh, uh, an audience of young people at a bar at a comedy show, how many of you are voting? And it was a good 
20% tops of them that gave any sort of reaction. So those are not the kind of turnout numbers that they were hoping for, I think, for young people, dude. 20%? Yeah. I was like, yeah, that sounded like four more years. That did not sound very enthusiastic for Joe Biden. And these were all people under. I felt bad because uh, I thought everybody in there was under 40 years old. And I was like, hey, everybody in here is like under 40 years old, right? And then I saw Charles Hill and I was like, except for you, Charles Hill, right? And he was like, fuck you, I'm 38. And I was like, oh, shit. I thought you were like older than that, dude. Fuck, I felt bad, dude. But yeah, he's under 42. So I'm sorry, Charles Hill. I did not mean to offend you. We talked it out via Facebook Messenger. Man-to-man via Facebook Messenger. Man-to-man conversations brought to you by Facebook Messenger. Need to send an awkward message to someone you don't really know? Facebook Messenger. Sending a message to someone whose phone number you never really got? Facebook Messenger. Stalking on the late night? 2 a.m. on the whiskey? Facebook Messenger. Send a message. You used to poke people. What happened to poke? Poke is now just sliding in the DMs, dude. That's sliding hard, dude. If you're 2 a.m. drunk sliding in the DM on Facebook Messenger, that's the lowest of the low. Like Instagram, okay, whatever. Instagram's kind of the wild, wild west. You can DM someone on Instagram. You can get some Instagram pussy. You can do it. Facebook is family, though, man. You're sliding in on someone's Facebook Messenger. They got a, they got a family message right under that one. You're sending dick pics to their Facebook Messenger. That could be open, dude. Facebook is just too everywhere, man. You can't be you can't be DMing people on Facebook like that. Not Twitter. I don't know what the fuck some people be doing on Twitter. I had some guy uh, messaging me the other day. I had no idea who he was. I guess I follow him and he follows me, but I don't I don't know who it is. There's no picture on it. He's got a cartoon. It's not a real name. I don't fucking know who this person is. Oh, but they messaged me on Twitter, and I'm like, I don't fucking know what to say to you right now. God damn it, I'm too fucking high for that. Too fucking high. And that's kind of been that's kind of been the moral of the story. I've been trying to drown out the noise of the election with edibles, and it's worked pretty well. I'll be honest. Okay, it's been a pretty good strategy. Just edibles. Not really watching a whole lot of news, anything. I've been watching a lot of cartoons, a lot of American Dad, a lot of King of the Hill. Conservative cartoons, they're pretty funny. They're pretty good. American Dad alone or Roger is amazing. Roger the Alien. And I believe in aliens. Do you believe in aliens, Justin? I don't know if I've ever asked you this. I, I've talked about it on I the podcast. I would like to think that there's aliens. That would be pretty cool. It would be pretty cool, I think, if there were I, aliens. Yeah. We're in a smallish galaxy, right? I we mean, are in a very galaxy. small galaxy. Running, right? We're only on a planet. Yeah. And there's a, you know what's crazy is how there's a sun to all of us. Like yeah, all there's the a stars, sun to all. All the stars, I mean, are like a, a whole sun universe. To like a whole another, yeah. a whole a new, wor- a whole galaxy far, far away. That's why I like Star Wars, dude. I fucking watch Star Wars. That's it's like, dude, story. dude, it is a real story. It's true. I think it's true. Do you? I think it might be. Dude, I think Jabba the Hutt, Hutt, real. A big caterpillar. He is a big lizard caterpillar, dude. Jabba the Hutt is the most realistic character. Jar Jar Binks, I don't know. That might have been a made-up George Lucas fucking took a couple too many mushroom hits. Mushroom hits. (laughs) You don't take hits of mushrooms. Take hits of acid. Mushrooms, you just just munch on them, dude. Mushrooms, man. I know. I, I think California was trying to legalize mushrooms. I don't know... If they made Somebody any progress on that. Ann Arbor? Ann Arbor legalized medical marijuana. Ann Arbor? Hold on. Ann Arbor. Yeah, I got it. I'm checking my computer right now. Medical. Mushrooms. After decriminalizing. After the decriminalization of magic mushrooms in Ann Arbor. Whoa. That's pretty sweet. Okay. One week after, this is from September 28th, one week after the Ann Arbor City Council voted to decriminalize psychedelic substances like magic mushrooms, some medical professionals want users to not be tricked into thinking there's no danger. Okay. Yes. Mushrooms are dangerous. Take them very carefully. They are dangerous. They should be done, though. 
They should be done, but very carefully. Okay? And I don't know. I don't know. This is a Fox 2 article, okay? I don't really give a fuck what Fox 2 has to say about magic mushrooms, okay? I've taken some fucking magic mushrooms, all right? You know what you do? You take them in a controlled environment. You get some shit that you enjoy watching or listening to. Get an album. Listen to some Chance the Rapper or something. <sighs> Trip balls for like four or five hours. Find yourself. Come out of it. Go buy some weed. Chill. Smoke. You're good to go, okay? Acid, that's 12 hours. That's a whole nother ball game. All right. You got to have a scheduled plan there. All right. You got to have nothing going on for that day. Full day. If you have that kind of freedom, wow, that's impressive. That's really impressive. But that's a whole nother thing. But Ann Arbor with the magic mushrooms, dude. Ann Arbor was such a cool place, dude. I used to live in Ann Arbor. I went to school in Ann Arbor at the University of Michigan for four years. And I have to say, that's a pretty cool town. Never got caught once for weed. Did get caught twice for drinking. <laughs> Underage. Oh, yeah. I got an MIP the night before the Ohio State game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What did you do for the big game? Rough. I was sober. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sober for that one, buddy. I believe that was 2010. That might have been it. No, it wasn't that one. Was it 2011 maybe? Was I a junior? I was 20. I wasn't 21. I was 22 when I was a senior. 21 a junior. I must have been my sophomore year. Uh, that would have been all right, 13, 2013. This had to be it here. Yep, forty-two, forty-one. That was it. The night before, I had gotten into a bar with a fake ID and I had left that bar with the beer that I bought illegally and was just walking down the street with a big old beer in my hand. Then a cop saw me with this big old beer in my hand, turned the lights on. I started running and then they fucking pulled around and stopped me. All right. I threw the beer. All right. I threw the beer and started running. All right. And then they fucking got me, got my hands tied behind my back and they're fucking going in on the shit and they're like, all right, all right. They pull out my wallet. They're like, all right, which ID is the real one? I'm like, well, the one that says I'm not 21 is the, the real one. I don't have a fake one that says I'm under 21. So the over 21 one's the fake one. Guy takes my fake ID. It was a New York ID. It was shitty. It was the flimsy flexy ones. I don't know if you remember those. Oh, those were dog shit. Oh, I, had, I, I got two of them. One of them got taken away real quick at a bar. I thought I was a big dick baller walking in, gave them a fake ID. They're like, no, this is fake. And they just took it and kicked me out. And I was like, dude, that was like a $75 thing. Dude. <laughs> I got nothing out of it, bro. But I had bought two. And God damn it, bro. That second one, man, when the cops took it and I got that MIP, I'm sitting there handcuffed, sitting on the sidewalk. The guy's writing me the ticket. And he's like telling me what I got to do, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, God damn it. I'm a fucking idiot. And then the next day, I went to the game. I, my brother was in town. My brother didn't go out drinking that night. He was in bed. He had no idea. He just was back at my apartment, back where I live. He was at the frat house. He was chilling in my frat house room, sleeping while I was out illegally drinking and got caught and got a ticket and got arrested. And then, like, oh, went back home, went to bed, woke up, like nothing happened to him. And we went to the Michigan-Ohio State game, and they lost by one point. Because they went for two on the last play of the game. They could have tied it with an extra point. But they went for two and lost. Didn't get it and lost. They could have gone to overtime, but fuck it. And I was sober and I was just like, God damn it. So, yeah, I don't know where that story. That was, yeah, that was just a dumb drunk thing I fucking did, man. In Ann Arbor. That was my run-in with the Ann Arbor cops. Oh, the second, the second run-in with the Ann Arbor cops. We were at a women's club hockey game. One of my buddies in the fraternity was interested sexually and romantically with one of the women 
female students on the women's club hockey team. So this is not the varsity club hockey team. This is uh, sorry. This is not the varsity women's hockey team, right? This is the club women's hockey team, right? It's not the varsity team. It's the club team. And we're there at Yost Arena where there's like 12 of us because we just wanted to drink at Yost Arena. And the one guy was like, I like one of the girls on the team. And we went and watched the game. It's like 12 of us frat dudes passing around a jug of jungle juice. And then there's 12 other people. They're all parents of girls on the team. And there's like kids and stuff too of like siblings and stuff of people on the team. And we're just shit-faced drunk. Somebody calls the cops on us. They line us all up down by the fucking bathroom in Yost Arena. And I used to go to like when I was in like middle school, I went to hockey camp at Michigan. I used to go to hockey camp in that arena, in that hallway. I used to get dressed in hockey camp every summer when I'd go there. I like I played on that rink before. And now I'm getting fucking like there's 12 of us all underage except for one guy who wasn't there. He was out smoking a cigarette when the cops showed up. So he was not involved at all. And the cops line us all up and they're like, all right, are you guys underage? We're like, yeah. All you guys drinking, yeah. And they're like, no, I should give all, like, 12 of you a fucking minor in possession charge right now. And he's like, do any of you already have an MIP? Because if you already have an MIP and get a second one, you're supposed to fucking, like, have a little bit more looks taken at that shit. You know what I'm talking about? But they decided that we had all learned a lesson that day. And they let us go. They just said, get out of here. I don't want to see you guys around here again. And we left. And they let us go. And that was a real cool thing that the Ann Arbor cops did that day. (laughs) Well, I kept drinking underage for sure. Oh, yeah. Even though I was on non-reporting probation. And I made it through. I did make it through. That was a close call. I'll be very honest. It's a very close call right there. But yeah, man, that was uh, Ann Arbor was is a cool place. They used to have it was like a twenty five dollar fine if you got caught with weed. But they were they were because there was just so much underage drinking going on in Ann Arbor, dude. So many college kids just getting and I was awful. I was getting trash all the time, man. I'm lucky I didn't have anything worse than that because I know guys who got like sex offender shit for pissing on a cop car. Like, literal sex offender shit for pissing on a cop car. All kinds of terrible shit. MIP. People who actually got caught with weed. Like, I ba- I got off pretty good in my career as an alcoholic in Ann Arbor. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they had to do that. I think there was like, you know, I'll be honest. I think they, ha- I think they had levels to it. I think that like just pissing outside, they had like certain thing where it's like, I guess technically, but also at the same time, it's like you don't have to. Like we get it, we get what happened. We all know what happened. Okay, you're not gonna do it again. Okay, like we get it. How would that check the offense? Well, here's the thing: in Germany, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to just piss outside. It's a beautiful country. And it's clean, and you're allowed to do that. Here's the thing. People do it either way. But why are you going to ruin people's lives for it? Okay? Why are you going to do that? That's, that's a problem I have, you know, this country with the way that they treat civil liberties like pissing outside, goddammit. The government telling you that you can't just piss out in nature like an animal. We're all just animals. Why the fuck can't you just go out and dig a shit in the middle of the street? This is America. You can't shit in the middle of the street. I don't think that's right. If a horse can do it, why can't I do it? That's pretty fair, I think. All right. Why can't I identify and have the same privileges of a horse? Horses, every time I see a horse walking down the street, a cop horse, a parade horse, a Budweiser horse, they're shitting all over the place. All right. Why can't I just do that? Why can't I just stop in traffic, put on my flashers? All right. Be polite. I put on my emergency lights. I might even put up a little cone and then I'll just squat and take shit in the middle of the street. Keep driving. It's America, goddammit. Why can't I do that? I don't think that's fair. One of the things I wanted to talk about, I, I meant to talk about, I know I got distracted by calling Trump gay and then I don't know what the fuck we talked about, but uh, do you know who Rush Limbaugh is? 
Justin? No, Rush. Oh my God, <laughs> is Rush Limbaugh a song? Rush Limbaugh is not a song. Rush Limbaugh. What is it? Who is it? Rush Limbaugh. Oh my God, how do I explain Rush Limbaugh to you? Rush, no, dude, you don't know about Rush Limbaugh, man. Oh. Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh is the greatest AM talk radio personality in the history of talk radio. Hands down, no questions asked. He made talk radio relevant. He's a very conservative figure. Very conservative right-wing Republican radio. But he's the best at it. Like, he gets so many listeners. He has this huge... He built his own network. It's called Inter, uh, Excellence in Broadcasting, the EIB Network. He's got a very dope logo. Here, let me look this up. Uh, EIB Network. That's his logo. The EIB Network. Excellence in Broadcasting Network. Look at that shit, dude. That's a pimp logo, dude. That looks like a Dub logo. You know Dub magazine? Dub the fucking... The spinners and the rims and shit? This is Rush Limbaugh. What does he sound like? like? Alright, we gotta pull up a clip. Huh? I can't do a good Rush Limbaugh impression. I'll be honest, I can't do a good Rush Limbaugh impression. But basically, here I'll pull up. Let me see if I can pull up a Rush Limbaugh clip, because I don't want to. I don't want to butcher it either. I want you to get an authentic Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. There we go. Let's see if I can find some of this. Oh, this is his website. This is RushLimbaugh.com. The Rush Limbaugh Show. That's Rush Limbaugh. So he's a he's a political talk show guy. He's dying of cancer, by the way. He's about to probably die here in the next, I don't know, very soon. Like he's so uh that's what he looks like now. Right? Oh, I'm I I mean I'm sympathetic to anyone who's dying of cancer. I mean it's awful to die of cancer. I mean you can tell, look how he, he used to be a lot fatter. Like, this is what he used to look like. And now he looks like this. He's lost a ton of weight from just having cancer, dude. He he used to be a lot fatter. But he's always been a great radio personality. No matter what, like, and it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be tragic when he dies because you're going to lose the best radio personality of all time. Even if you don't agree with his politics, you don't have to agree with his politics. He was the greatest radio personality of all time. He is the Michael Jordan of radio. A dying medium, but nevertheless, he is to AM radio what Joe Rogan is to podcasting. Let's put it that way. He is Rush fucking Limbaugh. He was on 60 Minutes in the 90s. They were profiling this guy. This, he's, he's, he's one of the greatest. He is the greatest. This is him with Melania up there, you can see, huh? Good old, good old Rush Bob. I remember I used to, when I would go out to Wyoming and visit my uncle in Wyoming, I would listen to Rush Limbaugh in his car because he's a very conservative guy. He would listen to Rush Limbaugh in the car, and I'd be like 10 years old, and I would just be listening to Rush Limbaugh rant about the war in Iraq. And he would just be ranting about Obama, and he would be ranting about all this shit, and I'd be like, Huh, who is this guy? This guy's really into into this stuff, man. This guy really fucking he's he's passionate about it. I don't know what he's saying. I'm ten. I don't really get it, but something about Bush is good. This was like post nine eleven, you know? I was I was in second grade when nine eleven happened. And then like third grade we went out to Wyoming and that's when the first time I ever heard Rush Limbaugh was a year after nine eleven. 
I used to listen to Rush Limbaugh on the drive home from school. I had a shitty minivan. I was a junior in high school. I was already in the Young Republicans Club. I talked about it in the last one. I was in the Young Republicans Club in high school. That's how much pussy I didn't get in high school. I was in the Young Republicans Club. Oh. Woo. And on the drive home from school, I would listen to Rush Limbaugh. Conservative talk. I was 16 years old listening to Rush Limbaugh. It's a good time, man. Ooh, excuse me. Did you ever listen to Sean Hannity? You ever heard of Sean Hannity? Oh, you've heard of Sean Hannity. So what's your 9-11 story? Well, I think it was in like 5th or 6th grade. It would have to be because it was in 6th grade. Anyway. This guy. You ever seen Sean Hannity? Fox News guy? (laughs) Okay. All right. So 9-11, where were you? It was not a big story. It's just when they announced it, Yeah. they they announced over the PA that Mm -hmm. the what grade were you in? I was in like, I must have been in fourth grade or something. You were in fourth grade? I was in second grade. Are you two years ahead of me? Why did you graduate high school? Oh, wait. I graduated 2012. So you were in sixth grade when 9-11 happened. Yeah. Okay, I remember missing something. I forget where I was. <laughs> Mentally, uh, you were in fourth grade. I forget where I was. I forget what school. I think it was in middle school. So, Oh, yeah, middle school. Yeah, sixth grade. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You were in middle school when 9-11 happened, yeah. bro. Okay. I think that had to be it because I'm looking at the wrong Anyway. You were just like, all right, I don't know what that is. No, and then I got home, and then it was on TV, and I was like, that was sad. Yeah. And I was like, are we going to go play baseball again? <laughs> and I didn't know, like, people were sad about it. Yeah. Like, Why are we sad? I, I had no idea, was. too, man. I was in I second felt, grade. I stupid. I'm like, I should probably know this. That's how I felt in second grade, that bro. That shows you how bad the school system oh, is. Oh, I know, because I remember I was like, first of all, I don't, I don't know what the fuck they were talking about with the Twin Towers. They said terrorist attack, and I was like, yeah. what is a terrorist? I didn't know what a terrorist was. Exactly. They're like, it's a terrorist. I'm like, what does that mean? Ah! I was in second grade. I was just getting to learn English and speaking it nice and good. And then they're like, terrorist. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. And they were like, we'll explain later. I got picked up from school early that day, and I was just like, god damn it. Can somebody explain to me what the fuck's going on? I mean, it's sweet we get to go home from school early, but, like, I don't understand what a terrorist is. This is kind of bullshit, guys. Crazy. (laughs) And then I didn't really revisit 9-11 until I went to college and I had all this free time. But, yeah, dude, I was just second grade. I was like, all right, I guess we're going home from school early. What? Why? And it's like, terrorist attack. And I was just like, what the fuck is that? But in retrospect, I look back on it and I'm like, Oh, man, it's kind of good that I didn't know. I feel like I would have freaked out. I feel like I would have been like, oh, no, they're flying planes in our province. I feel like there should have been, like, a bigger freak out, I feel. Well, I mean, everybody's seen the clip of George Bush getting the news that the first tower's been hit, and he just keeps reading a book to children. Seriously? Oh, you haven't seen that. That's a good video, That's dude. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he's sitting there. He's reading a book to some children in Florida. Hey, yeah, everything's fine. No, he's just reading a book, and uh, some guy, some Secret Service guy, walks up, talks in his ear, and he's like, tells him something. And it was right when the Twin Tower got hit, because it was a live. They they were filming it, right? Because it was like a press thing he was doing, reading to the kids. For whatever reason, we need to see the president reading to the fucking kids, just so he can prove to the American people I can read. <laughs> it's all right, I can read. I know I barely won the election, and Florida was the statement that put me over the line. So I'm going to kind of read to these little Floridian children. And he read to them, and then 9-11 fucking happened. And then they told him, and he was like, we got to keep reading to the kids. They need story time now more than ever. And I got picked up during story time. I remember they, they had story time all across the country because of 9-11. Everyone was having story time. That's the thing about 9-11, dude. Every class was having story time because they were like, we can't talk about this because we don't know what's going on. And now that they made sure everyone got their stories straight, now they can talk about what happened. But what happened in the meantime? What happened? Why does everybody have to get their story straight? Because everyone has a different story because everyone was having fucking story time when shit was happening. All right? Something doesn't add up is what I'm saying. There's loose change out there. 
Building 7 is out there. The Titanic is out there. They found alien spaceships, dude. They have alien spaceships. At this point, dude, honestly, the election doesn't even matter, bro. Fuck it, man. I'm writing in Kanye West. I saw a video on Kanye. I follow Kanye on Twitter. He tweeted a video. It was like an instructional video of how to vote for him. It's like every different kind of ballot format that they had. It was like a little cartoon. It would focus in, zoom in on the, hey, you fill in the bubble for write-in, and you write Kanye West. Kanye West, Kanye West, just over and over. And in the background, it just had one of his new songs. Dude, he is the best. He's better at politicking than Trump. Like, he'll win 2024. This year is a practice run for him, dude. This is a mixtape election year for him. 2024, dude, I think he's going to go big. Dude, he's going to go hard. He's going to have a soundtrack for it. He's going to make Beyonce's Disney shit look like dog shit. All right. He's going to fucking go in on that, dude. Kanye 2024 is going all ham. He's going so fucking hard on that, bro. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to write in Kanye. Just for why not? Just because I can. When else can you do that? Well, every time. But. How crazy would it be if he did it? I think more people should consider writing in Kanye. Uh, you know how great it is? I think it would be interesting to have Kanye West as, as the president because I don't think he would be as irrational as Donald Trump. And I don't think he would be as, you know, easily manipulated as a Joe Biden. I think he would have more integrity. I think Kanye West has integrity. Yeah. He likes gay fish. He's a gay fish. South Park reference. Whatever. All right. What are you saying? Oh yeah, he could uh, he could add some eight. He could add some eight oh eight drums to the national anthem. That would be cool. A little freestyle in there. That would be dope. That would be dope, dude. I think it would be cool. I'm down for a new national anthem. I don't really remember it that well. I mean, I remember it, but you know, it's whatever. It's just a song. They've changed them in the histories. I think his slogan is vote Kanye West. <laughs> I think it's very simple. I don't know what it is, dude. I don't know what his slogan is. Kanye. Really? Is it called a slogan? Slogan. Yeah, it's a slogan. I don't see a slogan. Has cool new slogan. July 7th. It doesn't say. I do not see a slogan. You don't have a slogan. Oh, Vision 2020? It's Vision 2020. That's what it is. Vision 2020. That's his fucking slogan. 2020 Vision. That's what it was. Okay. Even has a slick ass slogan. 2020 vision, dude. It sounds like a mixtape. No, that's amazing. Yeah. He is great at marketing. I mean, we were talking to Josh Adams about the Yeezys the other day, dude. It's like he's like, you can wear them anywhere, right? Like they're very versatile shoes. Kanye West is a versatile man. All right. He does fashion, he raps, he produces, he politics, he fucks Kim Kardashian. He's He has locked down Kim Kardashian. You know who couldn't lock her down? Reggie Bush. Chris Humphreys. A number of other black men couldn't lock. Ray J couldn't lock her down. You know who did? Kanye West. Pfft. Locked the pussy down. Locked the fattest ass the internet has ever seen down. That's the man who needs to be in charge. That, ne that man needs to be the president of the United States of America. I'm voting for Donald <laughs> for fucking I'm voting for Kanye West. I'm writing him in. I'm saying Donald Trump. I was thinking of Melania. That's the problem. Because I was thinking of uh, I was thinking about Kim Kardashian, but then I was like Melania Trump though. Because Kim Kardashian to me, I don't know. I think her ass is a little bit too thick. I like a Melania, a little more slim fit. You know what I'm talking about? I like a Melania Trump. And I don't think she sucks dick anymore. She has, but not anymore. 
Doesn't need to. First lady. First lady doesn't suck dick. Unless she wants to suck dick. I don't know if she wants to suck dick, dude. I don't know. Donald. Donald. It is Christmas. Let me suck your dick. Donald. Let me suck your dick. Melania, I don't have time for this. I'm threatening nuclear war, okay? I'm threatening war with China, okay? Melania, I don't have time for this. But it's Christmas. Let us have oral pleasure. Let me suck your dick, Donald. Donald, let me suck your dick. Melania, please. I have this. I have this fine waitress. She's younger than you. She's hotter than you. She sucks my dick whenever I want. But Donald, I want to too. You're out, Melania. You're fired. I got a new girl, all right? He's going to fire Melania Trump, dude. That is the closer for his campaign. He fires Melania. New first lady in there. Dude, he's gone through so much staff, dude. I don't even know how many fucking, like, press secretaries he's had. He's had so many press secretaries. Remember when he had the one guy who, uh, who was the, who was the female, uh, Kent McCarthy on, uh, SNL? McCarthy, what's her first name? Is it Melissa McCarthy? Yeah. Melissa McCarthy. She had done the the uh, Chris Farley bit, right? On SNL. She redid that one, but she also, oh shit. Which I can't believe they did that. You didn't like it? I liked it, but I'm pissed. You are pissed? You are pissed? They took away my Chris Farley bit. You can still watch the Chris Farley bit. They just did it again. It's a callback. I thought it was funny. You know what I did? Uh, she did. She did the other one though, where she used to play Sean Spicer, who was Trump's press secretary. I think his first press secretary, and he was kind of like a short fat guy. So they had her dress up like the short fat guy who looked like Sean Spicer. And it was really good because he would just come through and be like, "Guys, come on, you can't be. Come on," because there were all these questions. Like it was Trump's first press secretary. Like when Trump first got in there, this guy's like. Guys, come on. What the what the fuck are you guys? Come on. Fuck you. This bullshit question. Just dealing with all this shit. The first guy to deal with the shit storm. Sean Spicer and Melissa McCarthy fucking played him on SNL. Played him great. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, that's... <laughs> you know what it's time for? Porn star of the podcast. Dude, uh, we, we could probably get some good intro music here at some point. But here we go. This week's porn star of the podcast. Da, 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 da. It is Miss Nikki Benz. Wow. A little bit of bio. We got the bio brought to you by Pornhub because they have hilarious bios. Some things may be colder in Canada, which is why Canadians love keeping tabs on their hot babes abroad. Nikki Benz hailed from somewhere in the great snowy north, but she's been sending hands southward into pants for over 10 years. She may have... She may come from Canada, but that body must have been designed by heaven's top engineers and built to last. Whereas many young starlets come on the scene all fresh and as daisies and soon turn into wasted sluts, Nikki has got the power to preserve. She can remake herself and her image over and over and over and only gets better. Watching her fucked footage from over the years satisfies every horny genre on the planet. Big tits, she's got a pair of nearing perfection cock handling she's an artist of meat manipulation in any hole lesbian she's got a lineup of muff munching and clit tonguing admirers in the business nikki can do solo nikki can do comedy whoa nikki can even do politics she has even put her name in the running for the position of mayor of toronto a city already steeped in sin nikki however keeps her sinfulness for the screen this girl has got principles She's got opinions, and she's got a mission to make Toronto and the world alike better and safer place. Safer places. After years of making society happier and more relaxed with all her stress-relieving on-screen work, we wish her all the best and hope, her, hope and pray she takes over the world to keep us watching, wanking, and wondering at the magnificence that is the Benz. That is Nikki Benz. What a bio, dude. They have great bios on Pornhub. I just got to say, they write them beautifully. They're beautifully written. Cock handling. Look at that. Meat manipulation. It's amazing. By the way, here we go. She is, uh, oh, here we go. Born December 11th, 1981 in Ukraine. She's Ukrainian. 
I think the first blonde we've had on the podcast as well. 38 years old, Sagittarius, 34 double Ds, 24, 36, 5 foot 4, 126 pounds, blonde hazel eyes, and fake tits. Hometown Toronto, Canada. Oh, she started porn in 2003, and how many views does it say she has? At the very, very top. Oh, yeah, video views. 276 million views. That's crazy, dude. Fuck podcasting, dude. We should just do porn. Oh my god. Two and look, she's gone down. She's only ranked 179 in the all-time porn rank. 179. Oh, I'm sure there are. And we are going to profile some of those girls, too. But you know what? I pick the porn stars of the podcast, okay? And I don't pick them based on anyone's list other than my own. And I wanted Nikki Benz today. So I went with Nikki Benz today. And fuck anybody who doesn't like it. That's what I'm going with, okay? I don't care. Ann Arbor decriminalized magic mushrooms. That's all I care about. That's all I really care about, dude. That and good porn. I love good porn, dude. I'm a big fan. I like after after I get to read the porn stuff of the podcast, I get to kind of take the politics hat off a little bit and talk about porn, you know, relax. Let's talk about it. You know, you get the dual screen action going. You can get different genres of porn going at the same time. You can kind of mix and match. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like taking two different types of ice cream and putting them into one bowl. Pretty good really good i don't know why more people don't do it all right it's like when you're at the fucking buffet and they have the soft serve ice cream you're getting the one in the middle right that's got vanilla and chocolate ice cream come on who's not doing that i'm doing that with porn too i'm getting a little bit of interracial all kinds of combinations and shit going on oh man all over the screen all over the screen but nikki ben's actually Unique story about Nikki Benz. She was actually in the first porn that I ever watched. I remember the very first porno that I ever watched. It featured Miss Nikki Benz, Crystal Steele, and Gina Lynn in a threesome lesbian scene of blondes. And the storyline, the plot was there were two blondes and they were, uh, they had their own line of adult toys. And they were pitching it to this other blonde who ran her own business, larger distribution network of adult toys. And they were pitching her new adult toys to her. So they show up at her house. They go in. They start talking about the products and the businesses. And they're like, well, honestly, I think I should see how they work in real life. How I should see these toys in action. And then they're like, okay. And they start putting on strap-ons and fucking each other and doing all this crazy shit, man. And I was like, this is the first porno I ever watched, man. And it was just a threesome with three chicks. And I was like, three blonde chicks. And I was like, what is this website? And it was Pornhub. And a star was born that day in my heart. In Pornhub. I love the website. I've, I've watched way too much porn. Honestly, I have. I do have to admit that. But honestly, I don't really give a fuck, all right? I've I've seen so many things, and there's so many new things. And you know what? It's kind of like sports, I've realized, where it's like I've seen full careers in pornography. I've seen full careers in sports. I've even seen uh, probably at some levels full careers in politics. And it's like, God damn it, I'm getting fucking old, dude. I'm 27 now. Shit. Shit. I am 27. That did happen since the last podcast. I did have my birthday. That was very nice. I got to chill. I got to relax. I didn't do any comedy. I smoked some pot. I ate some pot. And I just enjoyed my life. I ate a big Costco birthday cake. Shout out to Costco and the birthday cakes, by the way, with that fucking filling the cream filling that they put in their birthday cakes. I might get another birthday cake just for fun. Honestly. I might just go buy another birthday cake. Because I want a cake. I love cake. I love cake. That's what I realized, dude. I love cake. I'm just a kid who loves cake. That's all it is. And what's wrong with that? We need more cake in this country. Cake is what made people happy. I remember when I moved to this country in 1998, the first thing I ate was a cupcake, and then I had blue shit the next day, and I was like, wow. You can turn your shit blue. This country is magical. First day in America. 
cupcakes with blue frosting. I was like, what is this frosting? America was a great place when everybody was consuming so much fucking sugar. We didn't know what was going on. But now we know what's going on. We know that children are being molested by high-level billionaires. We know that elections are bullshit. We know that social media is total bullshit. Social media might be the biggest bullshit of all time. They censor you. They decide what's big or what's small and what doesn't matter or what matters. And you know what they can't prevent? They can't prevent shit from being actually funny. You know what? That's what I'm talking about. I put out a clip this week. I worked really hard on this clip. I put a lot of effort into this comedy clip, and I had different angles, and God damn it, it didn't look good. Didn't get a lot of views. But that's okay. Because in, in my heart of hearts, I know I put everything I could into that. And that's what matters. Too many people get caught up on the failures and the shortcomings. Take those lessons. Turn those lessons into something better in your life. I bombed on stage tonight. You know, I did. I ate a bag of dicks in a full bar where nobody gave a shit. And I was the first I was the first dick eater in a line of dick eaters so fucking long you couldn't imagine there was a line that long of people to eat dicks. But that's what you had in that open mic tonight. And I went up there and I ate those dicks and I was like, God damn it. Sometimes you gotta eat some dicks. Because it makes the next opportunity to get on stage that much sweeter. That's what I'm looking forward to. The next opportunity, all right? Sometimes you go up there and you swing and miss. And you know what? I swung. I did not go down looking. I swung the bat out there tonight, okay? That's what I tell you. That's what I tell the young kids in comedy, all right? I was a young kid in comedy out there, a little bit discouraged. Me and Justin were talking to him, letting him know. Just keep going, you know? And you don't want to go down looking. Go down swinging, kid. Throw some jokes out there. Even if they don't hit, go swing the bat, kid. Swing the bat. Don't go down looking. Swing it. I want to see what you got. Throw a punchline out there. Come on. Throw something. Throw a setup and a punch. Throw somebody. Say something. Come on, kid. That's all I want from these fucking kids out here. A little bit of something. God damn it. What time is it? I got to wrap this bitch up. What am I at? 52 minutes. We got to wrap this up. I think the point is, the point has been made. The point has been made, goddammit. The point has been made. Go out there and make something of your fucking selves. Vote for Kanye West. Eat some magic mushrooms if you're in Ann Arbor. Don't drink outside in public illegally when you're 19 years old with a fake ID. Don't do that either because you're probably going to get arrested and then the next day Michigan's going to lose to Ohio State. That's just what's going to happen. But in the meantime, listen to Rush Limbaugh before he dies. Because he was fucking amazing. I'm just recapping the whole episode real quick. I'm just looking at all my tabs. And then I was like, oh yeah. And don't forget about Nikki Benz. That's what I'd like. You know, I don't know if people know this. But every time I do a porn star of the podcast. I do end up kind of jerking off to that porn star the next time I jerk off. Just because I have recent memories. So. I'm just letting you know. Nikki Benz. You know, she's a great one. Cock handler, beat manipulation. You know, all these things. You know, she's amazing. She's just one of the greats. But. All right, we're going to have to wrap this up. Thank you all very much, so much for listening to Marcus Owen Loves Porn and Capitalism. I will see you next week. Thank you.